Welcome to the Ready Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm Case Lane, and this is your podcast if you are feeling that it's time to take control of your future and have the lifestyle you really want by starting your own business. This is episode 17, The Urgency to Become an Entrepreneur. The number one reason to become an entrepreneur right now in the 21st century is because the world has changed irrevocably. The twin waves of globalization and technology are changing the economic and employment landscape for every profession and in every market. You will not escape. This is already happening. It's a thing. In Yuval Noah Harari's fabulous book, Sapiens, A Brief History of Humankind, he puts it this way, I quote, The global empire being forged before our eyes is not governed by any particular state or ethnic group. Much like the late Roman Empire, it is ruled by a multi-ethnic elite and is held together by a common culture and common interests. Throughout the world, more and more entrepreneurs, engineers, experts, scholars, lawyers, and managers are called to join the empire. They must ponder whether to answer the imperial call or to remain loyal to their state and their people. More and more, choose the empire. End quote. If you are a person who has business ideas in your head, you can become an entrepreneur right now and avoid being left behind by the empire. Now, if you think this concept is a little too far out and you just can't see this happening, this transformation of everything to a group that belongs to to no particular state or has no particular loyalty, just visualize for a second the rapidly changing world by thinking back to the past even 20 years, 10 years even, and think about the impact of the iPhone, Amazon, and Facebook. Think about what the impact is that they have already had on business and on culture. Now think forward to consider where we will be 20 years from now. If you think the rise of this empire of professionals is unlikely to affect you in the way you live your life, you're probably missing some opportunities as an entrepreneur. There are dangers of waiting to start your business in this particular atmosphere. Both globalization and technology can help you to start a global business and reach out to a global worldwide audience of potential customers and clients from anywhere in the world that you happen to be. And this reality is incredibly liberating and exciting for anyone who has dreamed of becoming an entrepreneur because you are free to get started on the work you want to do. You can just do it right now. If you wait, you may face a situation where you are scrambling to start your own business because you have run out of options. If globalization and technology replace more traditional jobs, and they will, and it ends up transforming your local labor market, which is highly possible, you may find that your ability to get the kind of challenging and valuable work you seek is no longer available. There's no issue with starting a business at any point in your life, but it's more fun to do it when you are feeling comfortable about your future and you can make good decisions based on your own timetable and not some sense of some other kind of urgency. 
Waiting to start your business also puts you up against issues you may not understand. You may face increasing competition as more global markets develop or tighter financial markets as lenders become more selective. There is restrictive legislation from overzealous lawmakers who are trying to catch up with the changes. And then there's just your own simple personal inertia that can kind of be um, debilitating if, if, if because that's procrastination that can just slow you down to the point where you don't do anything. But if from the beginning you think of globalization and technology as resources you can use, you can rapidly move forward on your plan to start your own business and live your life dream. Globalization is something that you can actually use. If you're thinking about your business ideas and trying to get started, you're likely feeling compelled to deliver value to the marketplace because you have a product or a service that you know people want or need. So just like when there's a big business that makes decisions to support the goals of shareholder value, these are business decisions that have to be made based on whatever's happening in the world because shareholders are global maybe and are expecting economic gains. So you have to make decisions to satisfy your hopes, dreams, and economic plans as shareholder number one and perhaps the only one of your own business. So when you're thinking about that, you may be preparing to deliver your product or service to the global marketplace and you may end up hiring, for example, a graphic designer who's based in Latvia or or Venezuela or Sri Lanka. You want that designer to create your logo. Uh, You found them on one of the online sites for people who will, you know, will do work for you based on ideas that are pitched. So just as a big company moves an entire factory offshore to make parts for their product, this process for you would be the most efficient and straightforward way to get a reasonably priced offer for your logo design, for example. You'll take a look at all the offers you receive. You'll look at the quality of any test work or samples you get. You might look at the reviews that the person already has, the testimonials the person already has, and then you're going to make a decision. And you're probably not going to look at the person's location. Maybe you will, but you might you might look out of curiosity. But will you look at the person's location to actually determine whether or not you're going to give her the job? Now, some of you will, I, I guess, but... It's possible, hopefully, that many of you will not, that you will just look at the merits of the offer and the pitch that the person has made. So you are going to be, as a solo entrepreneur, participating directly in the global economy by hiring the most qualified, accessible person you can find anywhere in the world. This type of decision-making is happening right now, all over the world. And you may even be directly affected by it in your own work. Maybe you or your, your, your company or your position has been offshored or outsourced. So you realize that that's what's going on. It's, you know, it's difficult, obviously, to cut jobs for a business in a particular community. But as a manager and for you as an entrepreneur, you always look at what's best for your company. You can also look at the value of global competition. As an entrepreneur, you may find yourself in this position where you're trying to make a decision about being global. In the short run, yes, in the short term, it might be very painful. But in the long run, being forced to compete on a global scale is typically beneficial to the workforce and everybody else involved with your company. Just think about what would be the quality of the NBA, the National Basketball Association, professional basketball. What would be the quality of the NBA brand if the league did not recruit the best players from around the world? 
So do we as fans or as an audience or as customers really want to miss out on seeing the best players in the world play the game? And do we want to miss out on becoming the best in the world ourselves through our exposure to the best competition? So in business, as in basketball, competing with the best can only make you better by compelling you to improve your skills to keep pace with your competition or get out of the game. Now, that's the reality. Competition can force you out of a particular organization, but that does not necessarily mean you are completely out of your industry. There's lots of stories, for example, in tech companies that were started by people who were not necessarily the most successful where they were, but they couldn't get their ideas taken seriously by their current management, so they went out on their own and became successful doing their own thing which turned out to be something the marketplace wanted. So you can always find an angle for your product or service that creates its own market. You adapt it to what the customers are asking for. There's always something that people are asking for. There are always gaps in the marketplace. So your product or service may be be completely changed, may be completely adapted, but you will find your customers in the market. You just have to keep going. And that experience, although it's very painful in the short term not to be able to deliver your product or service the way you thought you were going to, ultimately, it's a huge boost for you if you stick with your plan to be an entrepreneur and your plan to have your own business, even if the idea of changing your product or service has to be adapted to the market demands. And you use technology as your primary tool. And this can't be lost in the discussion of how the economy is changing because technology is driving everything. It is not just that you have to get better on the basis of your own personal skills, but your ability to use technology to your advantage will also be a major factor in success and a major driver of changes in this economy. As a rising entrepreneur, you can employ tech tools to support your business in in every area you can think of, from accounting to design to email management and marketing. New technologies allow you to produce really high quality work at a fraction of the price it used to cost. It's really amazing. This is called reducing barriers to entry. So what used to be the barriers to entry to industries that you're interested in are all being brought down by technology. And you can enter into the global entrepreneurial workforce of a particular industry by using technology to ensure that your product or your service can compete. So Technology is taking direct aim at employment by humans (laughs) because it's replacing the work that people used to do. Every company or, you know, competes for bright minds and bright talent around the world and or or somebody can come out of nowhere and disrupt your business overnight. And then we're not just talking about hackers or or pirates, but, you know, just really like bright people who develop new software and innovative ideas that are actually designed to disrupt a functioning traditional business. The internet's global. People have access to all these possibilities. There's no reason to think that technology is ever going to stop at the border. So you have to be ready as an entrepreneur to use it as a tool for you. You have to be good at using it and adapting it and making it effective for your business. We as humans are being forced to adapt to technology. It's not the other way around. So, you know, you may have heard the debates that are going on right now about um, people being really concerned about the influence of the big tech companies like Google and Apple and Amazon and Facebook. And again, like uh, 20 years ago, you know, they 
they have were, were barely around and now they've completely changed the way we shop and communicate and decide like what restaurant to go to and, and and you know where people give you an address now nobody ever asks how to get there they just say okay I'll take the address and then they get there uh, using their Google Maps so it's so different the way you, that you think now because you have your smartphone and all these apps and all these different technologies that you can use to function every day but these all these companies were built with a rule set by the people who built them so it's not like in the past where things like electricity got rolled out or the freeway system got rolled out and the government was really involved in establishing how you would use that. Now what's happening is individuals who built those companies are actually just doing what they want to do and we adapt to how they make the world. So as you're an entrepreneur, so that's, you know, as a consumer, you already know this is going on. As an entrepreneur who uses these online platforms, you have to approach your business decisions on their terms as well. So back in the day, way, way back in medieval times, you know, ancient you was farming a plot of land and the new landlord came around and told you, what you had to do and how you submit to their demands and or you face dire consequences and if there was no knight or defender around to help you you were just stuck you know it was adapt or die and you could you could lose your land you could be killed you had to play along to get along and that's kind of what's happening now because all the key consumer facing internet platforms are controlled and managed by the companies who built them and they tell you what you can do in today's world if you do not behave the way that Amazon or Facebook wants you to behave behave as required by their rules, you lose access to the site. And that might be the end of your business if you're doing all your business on Facebook. Could be the end of your social life. Could be the end of your shopping if you set all your shopping up around Amazon. So it's extremely important as a business person, as an entrepreneur, to realize that the tech tools that you're using are managed by those companies and you have to figure out how you can set your business up following their rules. So, you know, most people are not going to take the risk of not following the rules because the platforms are just so intrusive and are such a big part of whatever business they set up. And sure, technically it's possible, you know, new companies will rise up. We hope that new companies will rise up and either, you know, compete with the the best names in the business, the big names in the business, or actually change things for the better and the way the internet works. But in the meantime, you have to manage your business in the world as it exists, whatever you see before you today. So you've got access to the global markets through the mega online platforms, and you can lose access just as easily. So your goal is to hang on while remaining true to the uh, to the vision that you have for your company. So what are we talking about? It's your business or your job. It's globalization and it's technology defining our world. And opportunities for continued employment are dependent on these two pillars. And these two pillars are not in your control and they're not in the control of governments they're in control of the new empire, which is the people who actually built the technology. So, you know, most people are going to have to try and and get a job in the new markets uh, going forward without any real hope of staying in that position for any particularly long period of time. At the same time, you know, millions of jobs are going unfilled because the education system and, you know, general popular thought and the way people want to live and work um, means that they're just not adapting quickly enough or training for positions that are available in the marketplace. If teachers are not trained, then the students will not be either, either, and this leaves a huge gap. So where does it all leave you? If you have a business idea in your head, you should be feeling like it's time you take that idea into the global marketplace and you do it now. Globalization and technology are already here. The world economy is changing right now. 
the global GDP, the gross domestic product, which is the value of all goods and services produced in the world, it's at 78 trillion, with a T, trillion dollars. That's the global marketplace. You take your business idea, your product, your service, you deliver it to the market, and you get your piece of that 78 trillion. By the time we finish, you know, by the time you hear this podcast, it's going to be 80 trillion, and it's just going to keep growing and growing and growing. And that's really, you know, the official statistics, right? So you have to get started. Oh, by the way, I'm not like advocating the unofficial statistics and the sort of underground economies or anything like that. I'm just saying that the economy, what the government is able to measure is even even in the perfectly legally operating economy, they're not able to measure everything. And as people do more and more business online and more and more people are earning a living online, the processes have to be put in place to actually measure what that value is. So the economy is likely to get to $100 trillion before you even know it, and you should be there participating with your own business. Okay, but you have to get started. Um, the time to become an entrepreneur is now, when the field is wide open. Your product or service idea is needed because you've come up with that idea because you noticed a gap in the marketplace. My guess is that if you have a business idea in your head, it's because it's something you haven't seen yet that's available, yet you know that people want it. You don't want to be walking around one day and see your product or service show up or you're surfing online and you see the product or service that you thought of is suddenly available because somebody else actually went ahead and did the work to make it available. You want to be that person who puts that out there and use the available tools and resources that are of the global marketplace to help you use globalization and technology to make things happen. Okay. Do you feel the urgency? You think that it's the time to do it? Remember the number one decision to make, if you're still a entrepreneur who is thinking about starting a business, is just get started. And if you're a rising entrepreneur who's working on it and struggling a bit, keep going. In this podcast, we looked at how globalization and technology are making it possible for you to get into the global marketplace right now, and you should do it. The urgency is there because things are moving very, very quickly. So no more excuses. Be efficient, be consistent, be persistent, and start your business today. Okay, that's it for episode 17 of the Ready Entrepreneur podcast, the urgency to become an entrepreneur. If you want to learn more, keep up with the ready entrepreneur world, read blogs for rising entrepreneurs, access free video training, download helpful PDFs, and all sorts of information on getting started with your business, head on over to the website, www.readyentrepreneur.com. You can sign up for the mailing list. I'll keep you up to date with tips and ideas and strategies and giveaways and other cool stuff. www.readyentrepreneur.com. Let me know your questions and burning topics you want covered on the podcast. Send me an email, contactcase at readyentrepreneur.com. Thanks so much for listening. This has been the Ready Entrepreneur Podcast with Case Lane. (laughs) 